1: one when i'm working out i love to listen to your podcast whenever you say something other people react to it taking my breath away aaron Fern Lundquist joins me. Hall of Famer Jim Calhoun. NASCAR icon Dale Earnhardt Jr. Welcome in, everybody. Episode 740 the podcast the Superior America. The Air Tour Sports Podcast oh, presented by Betfred Sportsbook. It is Wednesday, July 26, 2023. People, I hope everybody's doing well great day how about this the double dip with torres a bonus episode of the air torres pod but here's what you need to know about today's show so we are doing a bonus episode for one very simple reason it is because for months now we have been talking realign what is the big 12 going to do what is the pac 12 going to do what's next in this next cycle in college sports well i bring it up because on wednesday afternoon pete thamel espn basically broke a story that Colorado has had discussions about leaving for the Big 12. And so I want to just talk about it because this is going to happen. Pete Thamel doesn't report on discussions and innuendo and whatever. Colorado's going to the Big 12. So after months of talking about it, it's unofficially official. We'll do a quick reaction show today. What does it mean for Colorado? What does it mean for the Big 12? Is there a next move for the Big 12? And what about the Pac-12? From there, we'll do a normal Friday episode. By then, it might be official. But again, a little bit of a bonus episode today here on a late Wednesday. So the double dip for Torres. Two episodes in one day. That's what I do for you. Tell you what, we're going to take a quick break, hear from our sponsors. And when we come back, we are going to talk about this crazy news. Colorado unofficially headed to the Big 12. What does it mean for Colorado? What does it mean for the Big 12? And what is the next move? And then also, Pac-12, it is on life support, baby. Quick break. Be right back. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman,
0: and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Group void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All
1: right. We're going to get back to the show in a minute. But before we do, I want to welcome back our presenting sponsor, Betfred Sportsbook and the Betfred Sportsbook app. By now, You know Betfred's story started in 1967 in the U.K., over a 1,000 shops in the U.K., and they have now come to the United States and made a major splash. They are the presenting sponsor of not only all things Aaron Torres Media, but the Colorado Rockies, the Denver Broncos, the Cincinnati Bengals. And what I love about Betfred, nobody takes care of their customers quite like Betfred does. I've been telling you that for a year. We have sent listeners of the Aaron Torres Pod To Denver Broncos VIP tailgates. The Betfred suite at Cincinnati Bengals games is rocking. Betfred bettors have thrown out first pitch at the Colorado Rockies games. Nobody takes care of their customers quite like Betfred. And here is what they are doing for you right now. How about this? Bet $50 on any game. Get up to $1,111 in free bets. Here's how it works. Download the Betfred Sportsbook app. Bet $50 on anything you want to bet on you automatically get $111 in free bets. But beyond that, you get up to $200 in insurance for your first five weeks as a Betfred customer, totaling $1,111 in free bets. I've told you for a year, nobody takes care of their customers quite like Betfred. They're the only book that I bet with, and I want to thank Betfred for being our presenting sponsor.
0: Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, everybody. I'm back. Good to be back. Good to be
1: back. Do want to get to the reason that we are doing this emergency podcast. And it is because, as I said, we got some big, interesting news in the world of conference realignment and conference expansion in college sports. And if you listen to the show over the last couple of weeks, listen, the bottom line, I am ready to admit. And I talked about it on Monday's show. I said, look, I get that for most of you, it is exhausting and tiring and too much to hear over and over and over again about conference realignment and conference expansion. I said, I totally get it. I really do. But at the end of the day, the reason I keep talking about this stuff is for two reasons one, well, really three reasons. One, stuff is happening behind the scenes. Just because you don't know about it, just because it's not official, just because whatever doesn't mean it's not happening. Two, this is the future of college sports we're talking about. And if you listen to this show, you love college sports. You might not like where it's going. You might not like NIL. You might not like the portal. You might not like realignment, but you love college sports at its core. This is the future. The future is being shaped in front of our eyes. And three, The reason I felt the need to continue to talk about it, especially on Monday's show, is because I said stuff is coming. Stuff is happening despite the kumbaya, everything is great messaging from the Pac-12 and their commissioner, George Klyovkov, last week. Well, I bring it up because I believe that we got ourselves a major, major, major piece of news on Wednesday, as it appears as though Colorado is just about headed to the Big 12 leaving the Pac-12 with nine teams. Nothing is official yet, but here is a report that Pete Thamel from ESPN put out. Pete Thamel tweeted, Sources, Colorado is in discussions about a move to the Big 12, and the school has just completed a board meeting and scheduled another for tomorrow to discuss the move. The Big 12 is also holding a president's meeting tonight where there's expected to be an expansion update. Okay, so I know what some of you are thinking. Some of you are sitting there saying, Torres, why are we talking about discussions? Why are we talking about more rumors? Why are we talking about innuendo? I'm here to tell you, there are no rumors and there are no innuendo. If Pete Thamel is reporting discussions, it basically just means that the ink is not dry, but this is official. Remember, Texas and Oklahoma, it leaked at SEC media days, oh, they could be leaving. Within like 48 hours, they had the invite, and within 72 hours, they were gone, okay? Uh, USC and UCLA, a report leaks that they're talking to the Big Ten on a random Tuesday or Wednesday. By the end of the day, we get the press release that it's happening. So just because nothing is official doesn't mean that it's coming. The board meeting is, uh, the, the Colorado is meeting on Thursday, but also, you think the Big 12 is randomly meeting school presidents at the same time that Colorado is in discussions? No, this is done, and I expect it to be official soon. And oh, by the way, when it is official soon, I will discuss it. So what I want to do is break things down because it's going to be official. And let me start by saying this. If you listen to the Aaron Torres podcast, you have been ahead of this story for months because I have told you for months. I said Colorado, whether it's right or wrong, they are the number one target. And I believe by the end of the summer, it's happening. I actually thought the most interesting piece of news related to this topic Actually came out last Thursday as it pertained to Colorado. If you remember, and we talked about it on the Aaron Torres pod, we talked about that report by The Athletic that the conference would have no official word on their TV deal by Media Day on Friday, but that everything was trending in the right direction. Okay. We read that report and we said it's nonsense. No disrespect to the reporters who were doing it, but. It's all whatever. It's all spin. It's all whatever. If there was something good to report, there would be. But what was also interesting is if you go back and see what the the Colorado school president said shortly before Pac-12 media days. Remember, a report comes out on Tuesday or Wednesday that there is going to be no TV deal. What it, what does the school president say? This is an exact quote from the school president sent out via the Denver Post. He said. I'm eagerly awaiting to hear what the commissioner has to say on Thursday. But at this point, the 10 schools are staying together and awaiting a message from the commissioner. CU's goal is to stay in the Pac-12 and have a media deal coming up shortly. That is our goal. And I believe the presidents and chancellors of the Pac-12 are together on that. Okay, here's the bottom line. Here is what he said. Remember, we find out that there is no deal coming out at Pac-12 media day, and then the school president basically says, if we don't see it, we're expecting a deal on Thursday. That is his way of unofficially saying, listen, if we don't get that deal, we're on our way out. So I believe that was always the get-out-of-jail-free card. I believe that was always what was going to happen. Now, in terms of the why, we've been over it. I'll tell you this. I don't fully understand why the Big 12 is interested in Colorado, respectfully, of course, but this has been a topic that we've discussed many times over. One, Colorado, why are they leaving? Why are they the team? First off, it is because they're the most willing to listen, right? And I think part of it is because they are the the school that has been in the Pac-12 the longest. I think some are, are, are the, not the longest, the opposite of the longest, the shortest. Um, it, it, you know, them in Utah. But the point being is that I think some of those other schools are more hesitant to break things up or to be the first because the bottom line is is that they have ties to those other schools. Arizona and Arizona State might not, might not like each other, but they're sort of tied. Oregon and Oregon State, Washington and Washington State. Colorado has no ties to the conference. They have no ties to any other school in this league. It's an easy breakup for them. And on top of that, and I've said this many times, it's a move that Deion Sanders wants to make. Now, listen, we can debate, is Deion going to work? Is he not going to work? Is he, is he going to take Colorado to the level that he's promising? I think with multiple surgeries this this month, there is concern about his health, but this is something he wants. Remember, played for the Cowboys, spent most of his adult life in Texas, coached Texas high school football. He wants to to get to a league where he has easier access to recruit Texas and be in Texas more often. So these are things that I've discussed and no, I am not surprised by it at all. And if you have listened to this show, you should not be surprised by it at all again. I expect the school to vote on it on Thursday. I expect for it to be official and for us to be discussing it on Friday. The question now, what happens next? Remember, a few weeks ago, we talked about it on this show. We said the commissioner, Brett Yormark, at Big 12 Media Days a few weeks ago, he said, remember, Big 12 is at 14 teams this year with Texas and Oklahoma. Texas and Oklahoma leave this year. And so they will be down to 12 after this season. Brett, Yormark specifically said at Big 12 media days, if we're not at 14 schools in the next couple of years, we will be disappointed. So no, Colorado is not coming alone. And the question becomes who is next? I've said all along and I stand by it. I believe that next school is UConn. And for those of you who know me and many of you don't, Yes, I'm a UConn alum. No, I'm not saying it because it's my alma mater. But the bottom line is that I believe that UConn is next in line for a few reasons. It is the school that I believe Brett Yormark wants. East Coast, Northeast, ties to New York. Remember, Brett Yormark spent most of his adult life in New York, was at Rock Nation before that. By the way, Brett Yormark is the Big 12 commissioner. I think everybody gets that. Two, obviously the basketball programs speak for themselves. Football, you can agree or disagree. Jim Mora in year one takes him to a bowl game last year. I do think the Big 12 believes they have potential. Is it done? It's hard to say. In my opinion, I believe that if it was up to Brett Yormark, 100%, the conference commissioner, it'd be done. Maybe even an uh, announcement you know, shortly following Colorado. But I, I, where it is getting complicated and there are mixed reports, is this what the school presidents want? My guess is that this is part of what is being discussed by the school presidents on Wednesday night as they get together. We talked about this a few weeks ago. I'm not saying it's good, bad, it's this, that, but it's one thing for a commissioner to spend all spring unilaterally making decisions, going out, meeting with people, visiting campuses. It's quite another thing to get 12 people in a room and to agree on everything. Colorado's easy. They're in the footprint. They've been part of the conference before. Great academic school. Play in a power conference in football right now. Anyone else is a little bit more complicated because there are varying factors. UConn geographically isn't a perfect fit. So the question becomes, is it going to be UConn? Yes, I do believe as of right now, UConn is next in line. And I believe, I'm going to stamp my foot. I believe something will happen in the next few weeks in terms of UConn. Very quickly, by the way, I should mention a lot of people asking me, why would UConn ever want to go to the Big 12? It makes no sense Stay in the Big East. They already did this once with the AAC. Let me say this really quick. Let's do some fact from fiction. First of all, they never left for the AAC. They were kicked out of the Big East when the Big East went basketball only back in 2013, I believe, was the year. Two, let's also say this. The AAC is not the Big 12. And that is something that has driven me crazy as a consumer. They are not the same. The AAC, respectfully, and this is even before they lost Houston and Cincinnati and UCF to the Big 12. The AAC is a bunch of geographical schools, East Carolina, Tulsa, Tulane. The Big 12 is home of the reigning national runners up in football. Okay? It wasn't the Big 10. It wasn't the Pac-12. It wasn't the ACC who had the runner-up in college football last year. The second-best team in college football, by definition, came from the Big 12. By the way, before UConn won the national championship last year, what were the previous two men's basketball champions? Kansas and Baylor, both from the Big 12. And so UConn checks a lot of boxes for the Big 12. Great in basketball as the Big 12 tries to continue to build their basketball brand. We've discussed this. As expansion continues to evolve, being the best in basketball matters. If at one point the SEC eventually gets to more than 16 teams, if a Clemson of Florida State becomes available, a North Carolina of Virginia, if the Big Ten eventually gets beyond 16 teams, these are important conversations to have because eventually those conferences could try to break off and do their own thing. You can't do that if the Big 12 has the best basketball conference bar none. From UConn's perspective, one last thought, because I want to get to other variables in this. I hear, I've seen a lot of people, oh, you can't leave the Big East again. Yeah, you can, and I just explained why, but also this. There's a lot of money on the table for UConn, and we can agree, we can disagree. But here's the bottom line. Money is the reason USC and UCLA are going to the Big Ten. Money is the reason Maryland, a, a decade ago, left the ACC, for the big 10, even though it was probably a better geographical fit. Money is the reason that all of these decisions are being made. Why Oklahoma basically gave up a free pathway to a 14 college football playoff. They were going every year, but it was money. It was prestige. It was opportunity. And it's the same for UConn. You can disagree, but when we're talking about four, five times as much revenue You can't turn it down just like Maryland couldn't a decade ago, just like USC and UCLA couldn't a year ago. Okay. I've said it before, but I'll say it one last time because I'm sure we have some new listeners. Dan Hurley just signed an extension that's going to pay him about six, six and a half million dollars a year to be UConn's basketball coach. He deserves every penny. UConn's TV revenue from the big East is like in the six to seven to $8 million range a year. So you're basically going to use all your TV money to pay one contract, not support staff, not assistant coaches, not Gino Oriema, maybe the greatest women's coach of all time, not a baseball program, which is consistently in the top 20. You need more money to operate at the highest level. That's why this decision is being made. To me, I do believe UConn is next. I do believe this board meeting that is going on on Thursday, on Wednesday night will dictate some of it. And then finally, let me add this. I'm a little confused if the Big 12 is done. Brett, your mark um, has said 14 seems to be the number. But now there's increasing rumors that, again, they might try to put the death nail in the Pac-12 once and for all. I saw my buddy Jason Shear, great reporter, covers Arizona. Arizona was long believed to be an expansion candidate. I don't have his tweet in front of me, but he basically said he believes Arizona's in the mix, and he believes one of the non-corner schools. So the corner schools are Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and Colorado, that one of them could be in the mix. Is that Oregon? Is that Washington? I do not know. Now, in terms of the Pac-12, if you take anything else away, these are my big takeaways. Colorado, it's not official, but it's official. I believe UConn is next. If you're the Pac-12, you got to hold these nine schools together because here's the crazy part. I actually think you're okay if you hold these nine schools together. I don't believe Colorado leaving is the death knell for the Pac-12. But I believe if you lose one or two more, you're not really a power conference anymore. You're the Mountain West with a cooler logo. And so you have to figure out a way to hold these schools together. Go ahead and look at what college football is going to look like this year. Oregon, Washington, Utah. They're all going to be top 15 to 20 teams entering the year. Arizona as a program is on the way up. Oregon state will be ranked in the top 25 to start the year. This isn't a terrible football conference. And then you backfill from there and you try to figure out, okay, San Diego state in two years, could they come? Is there another school that's out there? What do we do? But the bottom line is this can be salvaged as long as this is not the only school I've said for weeks, I believe Colorado is going and nothing is going to change that right now. It is on the Pac-12 to hold those other schools together. Will they? I don't know. But as I said, I believe that right now Colorado is gone. UConn, I believe, is next, and we will see from there. Uh, But this is a stunner, but it's not a stunner at all. Um, Big 12 is expanding. You knew they weren't going to sit put, and I've been saying for weeks That I believe Colorado was going and it officially became unofficially official today. And again, as I mentioned a minute ago, as we get more information, we're going to still do a Friday episode because I got an interview, a great interview that I got to run. Not even sports related, really. But I bring it up because we're doing an episode Friday. I think Colorado could officially be a member of the Big 12 by Friday. All right, that's all for this bonus episode of the Aaron Torres Pod. A quick 15 to 20 minutes on the state of things in the Big 12 and the Pac-12 with this Colorado news. But it is time for me to get out of here. If you're not subscribed, please make sure to do so. Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Music, wherever you listen to podcasts, make sure you're subscribed. Also, make sure to rate and review the show. Go ahead, give us a quick five stars. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, all that good stuff. Make sure you're following on social media, at Aaron underscore Torres on Twitter. At Aaron Torres Pod on Instagram, Aaron Torres Podcast Questions at gmail.com, Aaron Torres Podcast Questions at gmail.com. All for today's show back on Friday. Shout out to Craig, Rachel, who hates my voice, and JJ Reddick, you F at Unblock Me. Back Friday, bonus episode here on a Wednesday.
0: With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.